guys welcome back to spiritual podcast with myself ashley for those of you who are new here and join us for the first time welcome 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 to my podcast welcome to my channel it's a pleasure to be able to come here today and talk to you guys and release this episode it's been a long time coming but finally i'm here to talk to you guys about the sun moving into the sign of capricorn help you figure out how this is going to impact your energy help you figure out how this is going to show up in your chart and how you can best use the sun moving into the sign of capricorn's energy for the 30 days that is in transit so if this is of interest to you please do stick around to the end of the episode if you are new here please do not forget to like comment subscribe if you are listening via podcast please do leave me a little review just let me know how you find the episodes if there's any particular spiritual content or astrological content that you want me to talk about and i'll be sure to check your comments out All right, guys, so let's first do a little uh, overview of the current energy. So we've got the sun in Sagittarius for the next couple of days, I think nine days more to be precise. Yes. And then we've got the moon currently in the sign of Leo. We've got Mercury and Venus finally in the sign of Capricorn. We've got Mars in Gemini still retrograde. We've got Jupiter still in Pisces at very last degree. Saturn in Aquarius, Uranus still retrograde in Taurus, Neptune in Pisces, finally direct, and Pluto in Capricorn. Guys, so (laughs) if you guys have been listening to my previous episodes, I was talking about how difficult I'm finding it to be like... um, motivated to be active to just get stuff done you know when it just feels like you've got a long list of things to do um and you set all those things in motion and then you just didn't continue with them it kind of feels like that for me but i'm kind of trying to be more gentle with myself because i have started a new job um i am you know setting into a new role learning new things so a lot of my energy and time is occupied doing that um so i'm kind of trying to be a little less harsh with myself and you know beating myself up when i don't do the things that i want to do simply because i just don't feel like i want to at that particular time um so that's one of the things that i'm kind of been like learning about myself is like not feeling the need to consistently be on go 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 to find time to relax to find time to just do nothing to find time to just chill out and just be still sometimes um which is obviously not my comfort zone but i'm learning to embrace it So this is actually a really good way of introducing the sun in Capricorn because when the sun is in the sign of Capricorn, it's a completely different energy to when the sun is in Sagittarius. I think the sun in Sagittarius is very playful, fun, loving, optimistic, encouraging, um, exuberant energy. And when the sun is in Capricorn, it's completely opposite. It's like, I mean business. I have shit to do and... I have to be serious about what I'm doing. Um, And I've definitely been, you know, experiencing both polar opposites, like feeling like sometimes, oh yeah, I just want to play. I just want to relax. I just want to enjoy the fruits of my labor. I just want to, you know, take time to be still. And then other times it's like, no, you don't have any time for that. You need to be serious. You need to get on your shit. You need to put this in place. You need to plan this out, map this out, and you need to get shit cracking. Um, and the most important thing I'm learning is balance 
we did have uh, Venus in Libra make a significant conjunction to the sun a few months ago. Um, so a lot of the themes over the next couple years are going to be about striking a balance between the polar opposites that we experience. Um, so that's a very key lesson for me. And I think a lesson that a lot of people are going to be learning in their lives. Okay. So <clears throat> I always describe myself as someone who is either all or nothing and I really struggle to find a middle ground <laughs> so I have a very strong feeling um, that the, the most part of my next year is going to be about actually establishing a middle ground and being able to live my truth through balance and not through one extreme or another. So let's talk about the sun in Capricorn and what this can bring for you and I've got an example as well like own, my own personal example which I'm hoping would help you really understand what the sun in Capricorn is like for someone who is um obviously all of us will be experiencing the transit but for someone who has studied astrology and understands like the the themes and the experiences Hopefully this will give you some insight to, to what the sun in Capricorn could bring for you. Very roundabout way of saying it, but you know what I mean. All right, so sun moving into the Capricorn sign. Uh, Capricorn is an earth element and its quality is cardinal. So it's the, the sign that's associated with like action oriented stuff. So, you know, putting things into action, um, being strategic, finding structure, figuring out um, ways that you can like grow from something. So that's a very important time for a lot of us because we are at the ending of the year and a lot of us do go into planning and growing and um, execution mode just before we go into a new year. So yeah, that's something that Capricorn can definitely help us with. Um, when we're talking about the, the rule of Capricorn, we're talking about the bones, we're talking about teeth, we're talking about skin, we're talking about skeleton. So these are things on our body that we may need to pay extra attention to or be extra careful about during this 30 day transit that the sun is in Capricorn, because there could be some sort of like, um, issues or flare-ups in terms of your skin or your teeth. I find that whenever there's a significant Saturn transit or um, the sun is moving into the sign of Capricorn or Aquarius, I have some sort of issue with my teeth. So at the moment, my wisdom tooth has been growing for about half of this year and it's now starting to peak again, <laughs> which is, uh, I don't think it's a coincidence, but yeah, um, that's something that we need to be mindful of as well. And then when we're talking about the position in the chart that Capricorn, uh, rules over, we're talking about the 10th house. So this is the house of career, the house of stability, um, status, um, our ability to like show up in the world, like how we assert ourselves in the world. And when we're talking about Capricorn, some of the key words that we're looking at is pessimistic, conservative, practical, reliable, realistic. Um, Capricorns can be quite reserved. They're also very cautious people and they could have a obsession or a, a, a need to focus on boundaries. 
they like to be structured and organized and they're also very ambitious people so Capricorns tend to be quite serious in whatever they pursue and some people can say they could be rigid or stingy so those are some key words for you to ponder over when you're thinking about the sun moving into the sign of Capricorn and where this falls in your chart so when the sun is moving through the house in your chart with Capricorn on the cusp, the universe is, I, I guess, bringing attention to themes of that house via the expression of the planet through this particular sign. So what I mean is the transit sun will be in my 12th house for 30 days and it will be highlighting the themes of the 12th house, which is like self undoing, um, addictions, fantasies, dreams, the subconscious. And it will be highlighting these themes through expressing um, the sun in the sign of Capricorn. So I might need to be more disciplined about how I engage with my dreams. Um, and I might need to develop a new structure. So I might have to physically write down my dreams when I have them so I can figure out what my subconscious is trying to communicate to me. And depending on whatever messages I get from my dreams, this may determine um, my next step in my life because I, I am a big advocate of dreams being a gateway into um, not just pathways of healing, but also... Um, an entryway into some cues or clues that your universe or your higher self is trying to communicate to you that will be like the next steps for you so that's just an example but also uh let me just break it down a little bit more so you can understand the sun will be in my 12th house for 30 days like i said and i've already noticed how this transit can somewhat dampen my mood and make me feel borderline depressed which is obviously a, a, a feeling that is associated with Saturn because the sun who is being ruled by Saturn in this transit so being ruled by Capricorn is not best of friends with the sun so Capricorn um, and Leo energies are very different and the sun and Saturn are very different energies as well so when these two come together when the sun comes together with the sign Capricorn it's always a feeling of like polar opposites and being being like on two different ends of the spectrum and trying to as I've been describing find a middle ground so I always find there's like a push and pull feeling when it comes to this time of year for me like I have a desire to like unwind to really reflect on the year to kind of like wrap up the year I've had and you know look at my achievement achievements and then in the same breath, I always have this issue of like, I guess, pondering over things that I didn't do and things that I didn't achieve. And it used to be detrimental to the point where I'll belittle myself or I would um, bash myself for like just wasting my time in the year and not actually being um, disciplined and sticking to the things that I knew I wanted to outline. But as I've got older, I've kind of noticed that I'm learning a lot more to be more kind and more gentle and caring towards myself when it comes to not meeting specific goals that I outlined for the year. Like it's good to have goals that you wanna achieve um, over a year period, but you shouldn't beat yourself up if you don't 
tick every single one of those goals off your list. And sometimes you also have goals that just come up randomly during the year that you tick off that wasn't included when you first started um, mapping out your year ahead, which is absolutely fine as well. So I guess it's just reminding yourself of the things that you do do and just making a note of the things that you want to do, but you didn't get to do and not beating yourself about up about it. So for me, um, and I wonder if any other Aquarius risings would relate to this, um, the sun transit in my (laughs) 12th house feels like trying to bring order to a place of chaos because I feel like the 12th house is a very chaotic place. Um, It's a place where things are unseen and unnoticed. It's the house of unconscious. Um, It's the house of subconscious. It's the house of like mental undoing. It's the house of spirituality. It's a house of very um, extreme duality and polar opposites so it can feel very chaotic when the sun is transiting that house and just highlighting a load of different things that maybe you weren't aware of but I feel like for a lot of people it will be highlighting things that are um lessons or patterns um that you have noticed about yourself and you may be wrapping up this time round for good because that's what Saturn is definitely associated with like patterns and timing and lessons and learning things so a lot of people might be able to relate to that so the sun in particular wants to be expressive wants to be bold fun warm and inviting but under Saturn slash the Capricorn energy it's suppressed and restricted and to add insult to injury is in the 12th house. So without spiritual and conscious awareness for me, this energy can feel really hard to deal with um, as it's hard to figure out particularly what, what is the cause for the feelings that I'm feeling. And it took me studying astrology to have an aha moment to understand why every year about a week or so before Christmas and into the middle of Jan I have such a draining and depressing cloud over my head Um, and this is one of the reasons why I love astrology because with awareness comes insight Um, like by learning the transits and by learning you know the meanings of transits and signs and houses I'm able to um, find remedies for things that sometimes feel really hard to to deal with or feel challenging so of course every year um i might not feel the same about this transit because it also depends on the other planets transit in the house and the aspects that the sun makes at the start and during and the end of this transit so an example of this was when um the sun was entering uh the sign of Capricorn last year and there was also Jupiter in Aquarius in my first house so I felt really optimistic about myself which is what Jupiter in the first house makes you feel and I felt very supported um like not just like within myself but by the universe by my guides by my higher self to like be very ambitious this year and you know map out what I wanted to do for myself and what I wanted to achieve um and I was able to practically map that out for myself using the energy of Capricorn so like physically creating like mind maps or um vision boards so I could really feed into the energy of manifesting the things that I wanted to achieve and that was the first time I actually have had ever done that and that was a nice touch but um 
this time the sun will be squaring Mars in my fifth house, which I have been feeling already. Um, and it's just like a <laughs> replay of um, Mars squaring Neptune basically for me. So I feel like my energy is extremely impacted. Um, like I can just about find the energy to do physical things like cooking for myself or working out or leaving the house. But I have very, very, very little motivation to do anything like specifically creative or serious um, like I usually do. And I, I guess I'm finding more ways to escape my responsibilities, but in a in a positive way. So if I don't feel like recording an episode or I don't feel like doing the prep for a topic that I want to talk about, I might go to the gym or I might cook myself something to eat or <laughs> I might do something else instead. Something that I think is beneficial for my well-being rather than like forcing myself to do something that I don't want to do and then feeling like, oh, I didn't give it my all when I when I decided to do it. Which is the same with like this episode. Like I wanted to record it like a week ago and I was just like, I just don't want to. I just don't feel like I have the, the vim that I want to bring. And I thought, let me just give myself a few more days. And I sat with myself and I thought about the actual transit and, you know, what could I share with you guys to help you understand this transit? And voila, here I am 17 minutes in talking about my own personal experience, which I think is very fruitful. And had I recorded the episode when I wanted to, I don't think I would have been able to give you guys this insight. So that's really helpful. Um, what we've got to be mindful of is the sun rules the fifth house. So there's extra focus um, on that house in your chart to figure out what the Capricorn sun is trying to communicate to you. And for me, it's about being disciplined. And like I said, having a balance between making time for fun and making time for, um, you know, doing the serious things that I need to do so I've been finding like on weekends I'm like blocking out the weekend there's time for like me to just unwind and enjoy myself and have time quality time with my partner and not think about like anything that I need to do seriously and then in the week when I'm back into work mode then I'm also using the time in the evenings to focus more on the things that I want to do outside of work so that's been really helpful to just actually map out time that I can dedicate to just unwinding and um, being more playful and being more open and just allowing the universe to take the lead but then having a dedicated time of the week where it's like okay this is where I'm going to buckle down and put my head down and and get shit cracking basically. Um, For me and for a lot of you who um are looking into this transit, you will have Venus, Mercury and Pluto alongside the sun in Capricorn. Venus and Mercury will remain in sign of Capricorn, but also remember that Mercury goes retrograde on the 29th of December um, for about three weeks. Um, And I don't know about you guys, but we're just we're not into the shadow period yet, but we will be entering the shadow period, I guess, at the end of this week. And I can already um, testify that things are not working properly. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of havoc when it comes to technology. Um, Websites not working, things just not working properly, like phones, laptops, um, internet, 
um towers cctv just all of that stuff transport not working properly so double check your emails make sure you're backing up your um data make sure you're storing things on an external hard drive if you can because it's likely that there will be some hiccups when it comes to um technology and data over the next couple of weeks but yeah things may get a bit techie <laughs> when we finally enter the shadow period of mercury going retrograde um yeah so for those of you who are looking into this transit you're going to have venus mercury and pluto alongside the sun in capricorn which is a lot of saturnian energy and funny enough my favorite word over the last couple of weeks and topic of discussion has definitely been boundaries and for me personally i feel like i'm wrapping up a lot of lessons about having boundaries and the impact of being boundaryless when it comes to like relationships and when it comes to my communication like being too rigid or not um expressing myself even if i can't express myself in a conservative way like i would want to like in a in a a less emotional way that i want to i'm still finding ways to express myself if that makes any sense it makes sense to me but i don't know if i said it properly but um yeah like you could be focusing on some boundaries that you need to assert when it comes to money when it comes to communication when it comes to um just a number of different things even like sexual boundaries like or um, boundaries when it comes to using other people's resources so like if you are someone who purchases things using credit like being more boundaried about that there's just a lot of focus on that and i think a lot of it is to do with um saturn going into the sign of pisces for me saturn in pisces will be my second house and for the last i want to say uh maybe four or five months of this year my focus on money has been epic like i've been reactivating my need to save reactivating my need to like um use my resources wisely and not just squander my income or not saving for a rainy day or just wasting um resources unnecessarily so a lot of people could be experiencing that as well um but yes so in your chart you want to take some time to adopt the same approach like i've just described so looking at which house the sun is moving into and what aspects the sun will be making on this journey in this house you want to also make note of the aspects the sun makes at the start of the transit and throughout so this can give you more insight into the themes that will be arising for you over the next 30 days of this transit um you also want to look at what the other planets in this house are doing because this will be helpful um in helping you understand the significant influence on the expression of that house so let's say for example um you have venus making a square to mars um that's gonna have an impact on how how much vitality you have towards your relationships through these 30 days because um you could find that actually i don't have much energy to give to my relationships i am more concerned with like reserving a lot of the energy for myself so figuring out ways in which you can um 
be structured in that so can you have days specifically where you just focus on you know retaining the energy that you have for yourself or um can you have other days where you like decide okay this is what i'm going to do to spend quality time with my partner again thinking about how you can um be more disciplined with your finances so are there actions so that's martian energy that you can take to be more um mindful of how you use your resources which is venus um so they are that can come up for you as the sun tends to shine a light on the themes of the house is transiting you may become more concerned with, Cap- with capricorn and saturnian type things i.e work structure status stability um you could also break away from anything you are codependent on or stuck in as a result of learning a specific lesson so like i said before um it feels like for me a lot of people are wrapping up old patterns or or behaviors whether subconscious or unconscious um at this point it will be conscious because it would be something that you've been learning or walking through for quite some time so you might be wrapping these up and this is going to be a significant like weight off your shoulder because once you enter 2023 you're not going to have the issue of going through that same pattern or lesson over and over again um obviously that's for those of you who are aware and (laughs) actively doing the work if you are not then it's going to feel like you're just dragging old habits and old things into the new year which is definitely going to frustrate you for the most part of the year so guys that is my take on the sun into capricorn um on the 21st of december to the 20th of january 20th of january the sun will move into aquarius and we'll be back then to talk about how the sun in aquarius is going to show up for you and what it's going to look like in interaction in your chart I hope this episode has been helpful i feel like i have waffled a lot about my own personal experience but this is what spirit wanted me to talk about so i think i think it'll be really helpful for someone who hears it to understand the intricacies of how uh different planets interact in a chart and how transits can um bring about certain themes for the period that they're taking place so i hope it has been helpful either way um please do not forget to like comment subscribe let me know if there's any specific transits that you want me to cover um i am looking at what i'm going to be focusing on for next year as i have been looking at the sun transit for about half a year now so i continue doing that but i am interested in looking at another planet for the year 2023 so if you have any suggestions please do let me know and i'll be back at some point soon to talk about uh understanding venus in capricorn if that is in your natal chart and you're anything like me (laughs) it will be really helpful for you to understand how venus and the sign of capricorn um integrate and how that can show up in your love life so if that is of interest to you then please do like comment and subscribe and i hope to catch you in the next one take care see you soon bye